This is a Prepping 2.0 Encore presentation. Episode 217, Hilarious Excuses for Not Prepping. This week on Prepping 2.0. Those people are crazy crackpot conspiracy theorists. That deserves a little bit more attention. We've been right about everything. Every so-called conspiracy theory, we've been right about. We've been proven right. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0. With authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in 3, 2, 1. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0. I am joined by my co-host on the show and co-host in live, Glenn Tate. Thank you very much, Shelby Gallagher. You know how good you feel when other people are dumb and you're not? You'll be basking in the glow of validation in this episode as we hear hilarious excuses for not prepping. The excuses come from Patreons. Shelby and I read them and give some color commentary. So kick back and prepare to feel better than the idiots who mock you. Today's sponsor superlative of the week is smackdabulous, which is a blend of two words. I make up a word every episode, or at least I try. It is a combination of fabulous and talking smack. And that kind of is what we're going to do this show. We're going to be like a little bit lighthearted and in the grill of people who have come up with dumb excuses not to prep when we've been right about everything else. So sponsor superlative of the week is Smack Dabulous. Take it away, Shelby. So our first Smack Dabulous sponsor of the week is Pro One Water Filters. Oh, my goodness. Pro One Water Filter, great filtering system. You can check them out at our website at prepping2-0.com. You'll see their logo there, and I believe there's a coupon code there. Uh, there should be. There should be. We did like a really long video unboxing yeah. and testing it, and the video will never render, and we've given up. That ship yeah. has sailed. Those five hours of my life are gone. But it is an awesome water filter. Very affordable. Very good. That's all I got to say. Great for home. They also have water systems for your home and for your property and pitchers. pitchers. And yeah, yeah water not- filtration stuff. I kind of think of Berkey and think of Sawyer water filters. Think as good as that, but less expensive. And then combined with integrating it into your home, like into yeah. your plumbing system. It's pretty smack dabulous. Oh, there you go. Well, I had an interesting experience. We went to a neighborhood Christmas party a couple days ago, and it turns out our neighbor is a fan of 299 days. Found out who I am, pretty much worshipped me, offered to wash my truck and wash my feet. did not. He sent a text. Back off. Okay. That's not smack dabulous, Glenn. Okay. But he really is a 299 days reader and was really surprised to find out his neighbor is Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Um, More administrative announcements. We don't do many of them. We only do it when it's important. And the first one is we're giving our producer Madge some time off. So we're going to have two Encore episodes next. Episode 218 will be an Encore of episode 201, which was with The Real Scotty. Amazing, amazing. Smack-dabulous. Smack-dabulous show. In fact, and it's all about being The Real Scotty on The Real Team, and he tells inside scoops on team stuff that I think you'll find interesting. Scotty and I had the opportunity to sit in my truck outside of our studio and listen to the full show. It It was goosebump material because all the things we'd done and it coming out well, it was a lot of it just was it was a full circle it was a good it was just good yeah it was good you're going to you're going to get some good feels from it and then the next encore will be episode 219 that will be an encore of episode 194 which is on a great topic and timely going into 2023 with the economic downturn we all expect prepping lessons from the great depression another mention a very popular guest on our show who would like to remain anonymous has an intel briefing that you can subscribe to uh it's not forward observer but think of it as something like that and uh you can go to knightsbridge.ltd as in the british for limited knightsbridge.ltd use the coupon code fnf25 you get 25 percent off they're not paying us it's just that this guest is a very insightful person and i think listeners are going to get a lot out of knightsbridge intel well it's the intel that we as preppers are always wanting Right, yeah. so we're always looking for people. Be ahead of the curve. Right, people are always asking us, Shelby, Glenn, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Here's a great service to be on the inside. Exactly. Reason of the week to be a Patreon. Now, this is timely. At the end of the year, and it is the end of the year, 
we um, send out a Dropbox link with all of the past episodes of the full episodes, and those are the ones that include the after show, to our Patreons. So you will get uh, both an email and there will be a Patreon post if you are a Patreon on the rolls as of January 1st. So sign up now if you haven't already. You will get a link, as I say, to a Dropbox um, site, I guess, and you will have all the episodes from episode one to episode 217. That is pretty doggone smackdabulously cool. And this is an upgraded version mm-hmm. of getting all of the episodes. We used to send out little thumb drives. Yeah. This is an upgrade in that you're going to get it instantly. You can download it to your computer. You can download it to a thumb drive. You can do whatever you want with it. It's an upgrade for you because you'll get all of the shows. It's an upgrade for us. I don't have to sit in like a thousand envelopes. Yeah, and uh, we're not going to have $8,000 um, in uh, Patreon goodie bag expenses like we did last year. Yes. Because we just can't carry that. We love you guys, but we just can't carry it. It's too big now. Shelby, why don't you set the tone for this episode? So we are going to go into some of the silly excuses people have given us and our Patreons over the years for not prepping. And and for those of you who are like new to prepping and you might feel a little bit of guilt when you hear this, don't. You're going to hear We're that. not mean. We're not mean. We're we're making this silly, but it's also we're glad you're here and listening. And if you found yourself saying these things in the past, you, this is we all have said variations all, of some yeah, of these things. So and join then we got in, past it. laugh a little bit. Here we go. So, but I want to set the tone first before we go into all of us. I don't think there's anybody that's been excluded from this. The entire United States, right around Christmas, this is Christmas Eve when we're recording this, have just gone through sub zero zero cold. Crazy. Go ahead. Even in Florida, where it's so cold, for real, iguanas are falling out of trees. Yeah, th- th- less That's than, cold. Less than 20 degrees. Like, there's going to be some crop failures and things like that. We just went through that ourselves. Um, I think it's going more east of us now. Today's supposed to be warm. It's supposed to be in the 30s. Ooh, above. We Exactly. We've had highs at zero the last few days. Lows of negative 20 with wind chills of, um, like, negative 30, negative, 30. negative 40. So, if you've ever watched that show... Um, Life Below Zero, and they, they, it's about people who live in like around the Arctic Circle. Yeah, it came here. So what have we been struggling with? There's, And we wanted to give you kind of an, an after action update. Um, we had a, a couple days ago a little bit of a scare with our water system when suddenly the water wasn't working. Yikes. And that told us things were frozen. Yikes. We man- Because we were home, we managed to get some heat going. We managed to um, heat up get some heat sources to our hot water heater and averted what we think is damage. We're still going to get it checked out. But um, when I called the plumber to ask for advice, oh, yeah, we can talk to you. We can come visit you in two weeks. The entire Western Montana was struggling with this because, again, this was unprecedented kind of cold. I saw a thing on Facebook, not that that's science, but it said that (laughs) uh, it was a a once in a 50 year cold snap. And I believe it. The word science is kind of subjective these days. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So we are we. We've been fine. We know that others in the in the uh, prepping community have had some struggles as well. So the other thing that I think, and Glenn hasn't felt this so much as I have, really struggling with the chickens. There's a reason why when you watch Life Below Zero, they don't have livestock. Mm. It's very difficult to keep them in that sort of weather. Um, I am having a hard time keeping them warm enough so that they don't get frostbite. I have several chickens with frostbite right now, and we're going to be treating some injuries. The other interesting thing is as soon as they lay an egg, they crack open because the liquid inside the egg immediately expands. And she's not kidding when she says immediately. It's like, bloop, plop. That's the crack. sound of a chicken yeah, laying Yeah, I can an put egg. it in the basket, set it aside, crack by the time I get inside the house. So um, interesting thing. So this morning we're at about, gosh, we're in the 20s this morning. Yeah. Laid eggs were not cracking. I think it's that extreme cold. So I've put a few pictures of that on social media. But these are the things that as a prepper, it's a nice um, kind of dry run, kind of, you know, these are the sort of things that create disasters. When you have your house bursting with water, that's a disaster. That's a crisis. right? And because we had a little buddy heater, which is a small propane canister heater that we put under the house, I mean, by the hot water heater, um, we were able to save ourselves. And what is a little buddy heater? That's called a prep. Yes. And so we have a this, many of them. This freezing Siberian Arctic wave, thanks, Russia, mm-hmm. is um is another answer you can have when somebody says, Why even prep? I mean, why do you even do this? You can say, Well, remember when it was so cold that iguanas were falling out of trees? Um, we were able to take care of, in this case, thousands of dollars worth of plumbing 
presumably were okay with that because we had that little buddy heater. Why did we have the little buddy heater? Because we knew that we would need an alternate source of space heating that didn't rely on electricity. So that's that's a great answer to the question, why prep? And let's dive deeper a little bit to that. We used um, propane canisters. The one-pound Coleman's. The little ones that you see for camping gear or whatever. Years ago, gosh, three, two, three years ago when they were... We can't remember. We know we got some on sale for a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, I know some were two forty nine. And then during COVID, I found some at a grocery store of all places for three fifty. We got a a ton. We, yeah, we did. So we have a ton of them. So yesterday, I'm at a Walmart with Joel. Nine dollars and seventy nine cents. Mm. That's so, why we prep. There's, do you like saving money to your to your detractors? Ask them. Do you like saving money? Yes or no. So if you're new to prepping, that's to give you a, this is why we do it. It's not just because the zombies are going to come. It's not just because of some extreme, extreme. It's because of during crazy weather like this, you can save yourself thousands of dollars in in, in home repair, home. I couldn't, I can't imagine if a pipe burst in this kind of cold, what would happen? I know people who are without um, electricity right now, and it is doggone cold. It's life-threatening cold. Mm-hmm. Space heaters. Propane-powered space heaters can is a game changer in that. I so, wanted to emphasize the the setting of the tone for this episode. Yes. Um, if the subtitle for this episode could be "Neener Neener," um, and normally we're not obnoxious. Well, that I guess is well, subject that, to speak debate. For yourself, yeah, Shelby's not obnoxious, but we preppers have been right about a ton of stuff. I won't even list them all because you guys, in your head, you already are hearing. You know, yourself saying, oh, I, I was right about this and I was right about that. And if you're new to prepping, that little voice inside your head, yes, you are right to do what your mind is telling you. Yes, you your do. instincts are your correct. Your instincts are correct. You're in the right place. We think it's time for a little victory lap. And we're going to take a lighthearted approach to this. Um, so, you know, because we've been so smack dabulously correct by laughing at those who have mocked us. And that's a key thing. A lot of people have mocked us. And yeah, there's a little bit of satisfaction in number one, being right about stuff. And number two, having the facts and the rationale for knocking down their dumb excuses for remaining dumb. And that is to say, remaining unprepped. So subtitle for the episode, Neener Neener. So I'm going to, before we get into it, I know we keep, we keep giving you too many previews. Going to give a smack dabulous shout out to our awesome sponsors at Prepping 2.0. You can find all of them at our friends and affiliates page of our website at prepping2-0.com. There's a ton of coupon codes there. Forever Forward Apparel. They are exclusive creators of our apparel. Jared Savick of RedStateRealtors.com. You can also find him over at our website as well. Great uh, Montana. A realtor, Katie Armour, come and take it armor for the average Joe. Uh, Backwoods Home Magazine just got the latest episode. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness, episode latest edition. Oh my goodness, so good. Numana Foods, bulk freeze dried foods for you. Minuteman Coffee, yes. Shelby's a little buzzing on it this morning. EMP Shield, you can protect all of your devices from a CME or an EMP. Paul Burke, Idaho Realtor. Find him at our website, or you can find him at firstresponserealty.com, powered by Fathom Realty. And Paul had an interesting text he sent me. He said, and this is for anyone out there considering being an advertiser on this show. He said, I am so glad um, I'm a sponsor of your show because he said, as he put it, this quarter is going to be really good for Uncle Sam. So I assume he's doing quarterly tax payments and he's uh, sold some homes because he reached out to Prepping 2.0 listeners. So consider that. We've got a real live testimonial from Paul. And we've heard Burke. that from other sponsors mm-hmm. as well, too. And I do hope it's not just been good for Uncle Sam, but also good from, for Paul. Well, Burke yeah. Well. yeah I mean, Paul gets his portion of the money he earned. <laughs> yes. yes. He gets a little bit. Well, now let's just get right into it. We had Patreons. Again, another advantage of being a Patreon is you get to answer questions and we get to read them and everything like that. So we asked Patreons, what are some hilarious excuses you've either told yourself or you have heard or both for not prepping? And the first one comes from Elizabeth C. And she says, God will provide. If I prep, I am not trusting God. I often remind them of Noah building the ark and Joseph filling the silos. The two best biblical examples, now this is me talking, that you can have 
of why it is entirely consistent with being a Christian to be prepared. And on that note, I note episode 41 of this show, which aired on August 7th, 2019, we had Forrest Garvin of PrepperNet fame. And he has written a book. And he had just written at the time. Yeah. And it's a fabulous book. It's called The Christian Case for Preparedness. And he goes through, it's very easy to read. You don't need a theology degree to understand this. And he talks about the Christian case for preparedness. So good on you, Elizabeth C., for for identifying a hilarious and dumb excuse for not prepping, being God will just magically provide. God can do magic things, but he works with us. Right. And he also doesn't uh, want us to just sit on our laurels. A couple of um, responses to that. Uh, Jamie Sue Presnell says, one of my pet peeves, she's agreeing with Elizabeth, Clock Tower comes in and says, if you don't already, hit them with the 10 brides. He's talking about uh, the book of Revelation, some with oil and some without. Then those without get left behind because they don't prepare. Uh, Chad Rodden comes in and says one point or point out first Timothy five, eight. I'm going to say this. You're going to find through as we have this discussion and we talk about more of these comments. There's a biblical aspect to this. There's. I think to some degree, and yes, let me put on my tinfoil hat. Things feel really dicey and and timesy right now. And, and mm-hmm. I think that there's more and more discussion about that. And you're seeing that come out in the comments. I know you and I have do- talked about that. So I just want to put it out. I think that's, I think that's valid. And God is, whenever his people are facing persecution, doom, whatever, he calls on them to prepare. So. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. and it's, it's a cop out. I think yes. it's a, a Christian cop out just because people are Christians doesn't mean they're above um, criticism no- or their their reasoning can't be challenged. If they think that God is going to drive a FEMA food truck to their house and that's their plan. It doesn't give you a pass. It no, doesn't give you yeah. a pass. I'm a Christian. I get to pass. No, you don't. Exactly. Human, there you go. So our next one. Do you want me to say it? Please do. Awesome. Matt, Matthew says, can't afford it. Can't just waste money on something that might not happen. Did you hear us talking about the propane canisters? <laughs> you save money. Now, we're not talking about buying a billion dollar bunker because that's not saving money. And who has a billion dollars lying around? <laughs> Although when all the inflation comes, we're all going to have billion, a billion we're dollar bank be billionaires. account, that's but it'll not... buy a cup of coffee. Right. So exactly. So um, prepping pencils out, if you do it correctly, and if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you've got a really good idea what we think is doing it correctly. You're saving the... If you bought food and stored away food from two years ago, pre-COVID, you have saved hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, because you saved that value. You bought that value that it was, and right now it's double, at least double whatever you bought. So um, do you want me to go to the next one? Please do. Jamie Sue pipes in again. It, it is my imagination that the world is so bad, <laughs> parentheses, normalcy bias. I'll go to so-and-so's house. They have food to put away. Parentheses, mooching. <laughs> Don't have enough room. Parentheses, non-motivated or lazy. I have three to four extra of everything. I'm good. Parentheses, unrealistic and mad. So many others. These are my personal experiences since I started prepping, which was after I read Glenn's first two books. Hmm. So these are actual things that she's heard people say. Yeah. She's so right about normalcy bias. We did an entire episode. I think it was episode four. It was one of the very first ones we did on normalcy bias. Which, um, for those who are not unfamiliar with the term, means that the human mind has this tendency to think everything in present circumstances will be the same in the future. Everything will be cool. There will always be electricity. There will always It'll be normalize. propane. Everything is normal. And that there are no aberrations from normal. And that's just not true. Look at world history. I'll go to so-and-so's house. Another topic we've covered in a previous episode and that is all these people that are, are lazy and cheap and not very forward thinking, just assume they'll come to your house or somebody else's house. Like we're just going to throw our arms wide open to people that are going to eat our, our food that we spend a lot of time and money. And in many cases, if you don't have a cool spouse, you spent a lot of grief uh, preparing and they're just going to come and everybody's going to eat um, all this food for years to come, uh, as I've said. And it's a bit of an exaggeration, but it makes the point well. And that is if you let everybody come and you share all your food, 
your two years worth of food, it's going to be gone in about two weeks. Yep. And then everybody's hungry. You haven't helped you know anybody long term. You just got to hunger faster. And so for the person who says that, I'll go to so-and-so's house. To, to them, I would say, does so-and-so know this? And have you talked to them about it? Because so-and-so may not want to see you at their front door when the zombies are coming, right? And as I tell the story about having to tell a real-life friend of mine that I would be forced to shoot him if he tried to violently take my stuff. And by violently, I mean trying to take my stuff when I had told him not to come in the house. And after you told him many times, you need yeah. to prep. And he yeah. chose to go to wine dinners instead. Yeah. And so it's a classic example, I mean, of people who the Southern phrase is whistling past the graveyard. It's like, I'm not afraid of ghosts, but you walk through a graveyard and you whistle because you kind of are afraid of ghosts. People who think that um, either nothing will happen or that their friends will take care of them. You know, it's one thing for your friend to take care of you when you need to borrow a cup of sugar or two eggs, or you need somebody to drive you somewhere to go fix a flat tire. There are little things. And so it's, it's right to think that your friends will do little things, pick somebody up from the airport. That's a medium sized thing. And so uh, people might just sort of lazily and whistling past the graveyard thinking they might think that you'll just take care of their every need for the next, however long it takes to get through the collapse, which could be years, um, a very, very terrible plan. Um, and uh, so there we go. Well, the next one is Iowa Dave. He says, and th these again, when we read these, these are hilarious excuses. These are not what patriots actually think. Well, but it's things that I would assume like with Jamie, people have said to oh, them. Yeah. These exactly. are actual things that people have said to our fellow prepping friends. So and said like, to us, uh, variations exactly. of these we've heard. So if you are not a prepper and you're listening to this and, you've, and you're feeling a little, I don't know, um, guilty. I don't want to say guilty. You've, you're feeling the, the heat on you. But just know we've heard these things before. And, it's, and, and this is how it comes through our ears and filters, I guess. And so this is your, this is your New Year's resolution to... Join us. Exactly. So we have we can we can introduce one hilarious excuse. We'll we'll take it up with color commentary on the other side of the break because we're coming up on the end of segment one, which is a hard break for our radio stations. Iowa Dave says, I'll be taken up at the rapture, so I don't need to worry about the end time tribulation. And then there's follow-up to that. Julia Brown says, I hear this a lot. Quote, as Christians, it's not doom and gloom. We're looking forward to boom and zoom. Yeah, but guess what the Bible clearly does not say? When. Clock Tower then says, people disregard Matthew 24, where it lists all the things that will happen before he returns. Rapture. And Yeshua's list matches up with the first four seals of Revelation. The church isn't mentioned till the end of seal six, which means we're here until then. It's very disheartening that people have been taught will be gone before the bad starts. I fear many of them will be caught in, in the falling away. Go ahead. And um, this is not a religious nope. or theology show. There's a great debate in the Christian community about whether the rapture will cure. We're not going to get into that topic because as author Mark Goodwin, who's going to be a guest on this show soon says, he says, pre-tribulation, post-tribulation. He said, I'm a pan-tribulationist. And I said, well, what's pan-tribulation? He said, it's all going to pan out. There so you go. either I mean, we don't need to know when, yeah. but it, it, we're not going to tackle this topic. Nope. So, folks, join us on the other side of the break for more hilarious excuses for not prepping. Don't go away. More prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. Without water, you're done in three days. Pro One Water Filters. It's literally a matter of life and wet. Pro One G 2.0 All-in-One Gravity Systems are NSF ANSI 42 Component Certified. Not everybody can say that. No need for additional add-on filters to reduce fluoride. Pro One Stainless Gravity Systems include a stainless steel spigot and a countertop stand for no additional cost. Pro One Water Filter Gravity Systems. Check them out at ProOneUSA.com. That's P-R-O-O-N-E. USA.com. Most tested, most trusted. Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. 
Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times, the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try, Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. In a tactical situation, your AR is your life. Gibbs Arms makes a sweet feature, the only side charger that can use a standard bolt carrier group with no modification. Gibbs makes them in 9mm, 5.56, and 308. In fact, Gibbs Arms has been granted eight patents for unique innovations. The company started back in 2008 when two Boeing engineers realized no one else made what they wanted. Take a look at their website and see all the ways Gibbs Arms can help you mod your AR. Gibbs with a Z, arms.com. That's G-I-B-B-Z-A-R-M-S.com. And now, part two of a Prepping 2.0 Encore presentation. Episode 217, Hilarious Excuses for Not Prepping. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Thanks for rejoining us, everyone. We're just getting started with our hilarious discussion of excuses to not prep, supplied to us by our Patreon. So stick around for the after show if you're a Patreon to hear more. And then there's also going to be a few of our little things just for the app. There's lightning rounds, there's there's humor and hilarity. Dead or Canadian? Dead or Canadian and this is all, yeah, this there's it's like a whole nother show. I wanted to tell folks about my Christmas present from Gibbs Arms. A pistol caliber carbine, an, an AR platform 9mm pistol with a brace. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It has desert night pattern camouflage uh, Cerakoting. It's gorgeous. The Cerakoting at Gibbs Arms is absolutely top-notch believe me i know what i'm talking about and uh so that was a a christmas gift that they gave me um and it's gibbs arms g-i-b-b-z arms.com their youtube channel where they show you the side charging innovation they've came come up with this is so cool this pistol caliber carbine you instead of the charging handle that you pull into your face basically (laughs) it's got a left-handed uh charging handle and so it's far more uh intuitive especially for right-handed shooters you can get them on the right side if you're a left-handed shooter um and gibbs arms is so cool they are giving away swag gibbs arms swag to our listeners and we had a random drawing and this week's swag winner from gibbs arms is sefer 1918 um ms gallagher mrs gallagher i should say 
has sent you an email asking you for your address because we can only send it to you if you have an address. So high five to Gibbs Arms. Yep. If you want to see a, a picture of this pistol caliber carbine, it is on my Facebook page and the Prepping 2.0 Facebook page. Go ahead and give it a look. Archive episode of the week. That would be episode 33, Why Preppers Need Gold and Silver with Joe Jaquin of Patriot Trading Group, who's an awesome guy, not a sponsor, just a totally cool guy and friend of the show. That aired on June 5th, 2019. He lays out the complete rationale for preppers having some gold and silver. Nobody's suggesting that you cash in all your 401ks and buy gold and silver. It's just having a little bit of it because it makes a ton of sense. And now Shelby would like to follow up with something that was mentioned at the end of yeah, segment one. Yeah, we were talking about the rapture and how we don't need to worry about the end times because we as Christians are going to get um, boomed and zoomed is one of the comments. So um, I think it's, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, like Glenn said, but this isn't a, a, you know, a church show or anything like that. But if the, we have the mindset as preppers that we need to prepare for the worst we need to assume that as Christians, we are going to experience some of the worst. And by the way, the persecution of Christians in the United States may come before the tribulation. We could have garden variety, just secular, mm-hmm. not in times sort of a persecution. Right. Um, look at what's going on in Canada where where a pastor gets off an airplane and his felony stopped and and thrown onto the tarmac and arrested by Canadian authorities. Canada and the U.S. are not that far apart. And I don't just mean geographically. I mean socially and politically. So it doesn't have to be earthquakes and the oceans turning to blood and all that other stuff for American Christians to be persecuted. It could happen tomorrow in a big way and it won't even count biblically. So there's another reason. Yep. So assume the worst. Just assume the worst and prepare for it. Exactly. Exactly. So what's our next one? Star Friedel says, why I can't prep. It looks like a little poem, actually. It looks like a haiku, really, not haiku, but similar. Go ahead. Yeah. It's the time. It's the money. It's the space. Saving cans, saving jars. Too much trouble. Too busy, too tired. Why should I worry? What? Water? Where? To bug out? Who? Not me. The government will provide. You are out of your mind. Unpackaging this. I'm just going to go to the very last one. The government will provide. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's anything that we have learned (laughs) from Katrina, Katrina, forest fires, major forest fires caused by government mismanagement, um, any sort of government program. How about how about Hurricane Sandy uh, in the New York City area? Mm -hmm. One of my friends was a New York National Guardsman. And he was there with the Sandy. It was it wasn't technically a hurricane. It was like two miles an hour below hurricane, but it was functionally a hurricane. It was destructive. And he said he couldn't believe it. And he'd been overseas and he'd seen people overseas clamoring for government aid. And he saw it on the streets of uh, Long Island. And he said that there were angry, I mean, really viciously angry people that actually said to him, when did the FEMA food trucks come. When I joked about that earlier, that was based on a real yep. comment from a real uh, entitled, completely desperate, completely dependent New Yorker who honestly thought within a couple hours of this event that FEMA would just magically appear. And this person said to my friend, do you know how much I've paid in taxes? Well, that doesn't, that doesn't get you- That doesn't um, entitle you to anything. Some mac and cheese in a hurricane, no. okay? How much you've paid in taxes it doesn't mean anything. That just means the government has stolen it and wasted it. Yeah, and to add to that, and I've said this. So again, if you're a new prepper and you're and you're kind of feeling our joking around, but somewhat serious, you are your first responder, Bingo. and you will take care of yourself better than any government program. You will take care of your kids way in particular. better than any government program. So the prepping you do, just imagine if you were in any one of these natural disasters, the most recent one that I that comes to mind is when South Florida just got slammed a month or two ago. They're still, you know, digging out from that. Um, people who are have prepped are still eating. They're drinking uh, pure water. They are surviving and they're 10 20 paces ahead of everyone else and rebuilding and getting back to quote unquote normal. So our next person is, you're seeing a theme here and we're just going to hit it really fast. Bruce says, uh, 
God will provide. And again, clock tower, and there's a couple more comments on that. So I'm going to skip over that because I want to get to some of the others. But the God will provide, we've already hit on that one. So what's the next one, Glenn? Mike Hughes says, again, these are hilarious excuses, not Mike's real thoughts. Mike says, I don't believe all that hype. Somebody's just trying to scare us. Aren't you lacking faith? The grocery stores have plenty. That's kind of paranoid, isn't it? Well, let's unpack these hilarious excuses. I don't believe all the hype. There is, to be candid, in the preparedness, I'll call it industry, because that's where the problem is. Anytime there's an industry, there's going to be problems. The preparedness industry, small parts of the preparedness industry, and they come up as Facebook ads on my feed. And so this is what I know. Um, They they do hype it. I mean, anytime uh, the stock market dips, it's go ahead and buy all this, these prepper supplies, usually freeze dried food. Numana, by the way, does not do this hype stuff. And um, they do... Play, uh, they do prey on people's fears. And and yes, that does exist. 100% owning it. I'm not like a representative of the prepping industry. We because, also disagree with it. We yeah, don't believe in that hype. Because when you're emotional and you're making emotionally based decisions, almost all the time, they are bad decisions. Think back in your life, dear listener, to all the decisions you've made that you would categorize as bad ones. They almost always involved emotion. And you can't get stuck in that because prepping is so much bigger and more important and better than merely satisfying your emotional needs. It's more than just placating your fear. There's so much more good to it than that. And you don't need to be driven by fear. You should have a healthy respect for the idea, I would say the certainty that things will eventually go very, very wrong. We live in, and I I talk about it all the time, the saltwater aquarium in my living room when I used to have one. In America in the 2020s, we have it so good, even though things are kind of bad right now, we have it so good. It's like a saltwater aquarium. A saltwater aquarium is completely artificial. The salinity is, is fake. I mean, you add salt. The temperature is fake. The oxygen levels, the nitrate, the nitrogen levels, whatever all it is, it's all very, very precisely, artificially crafted. I had a sea anemone living in my living room. Let me tell you, that's not natural. Sea anemones don't live in living rooms unless there are completely comprehensive artificial conditions that they are enjoying. We are effectively sea anemone in a saltwater fish tank in somebody's living room. All it takes, you know, a railroad strike, um, a million things, um, Mm -hmm. hacking the electrical grids. I mean, there's so many things that can happen to knock us out of that perfect artificial comprehensive environment that makes it so comfortable to live. And so that's not hype. I mean, understanding that things can go wrong is, is not hype. What do you think, Shelby? I absolutely agree. And the other part of the, uh, Mike Hughes, when he says this, um, the grocery stores have plenty. Let's talk about that oh, a little bit. Oh, yeah. So right now, like I was at a grocery store yesterday. Actually, I was at two or three yesterday. I can't find, it's Christmas Eve. I'd really like to make cranberries. There's no cranberries. I mean, that's silly. I mean, it's the holidays. I get that. But usually I can find them. No cranberries. Um, but I encourage if you're new to prepping and kind of new to our show here, go back in our archives and go back into our shows and look up any of them that where we talked to Dan, the food industry guy. Yeah, we've been we've had him on um, fairly regularly since uh, COVID and talking about the the tenuousness, the the fragility of the food supply chain and and how it's kind of buckled and recovered and patched itself back together in the last two years. And it's still looking bad for the future. So it's right now it seems okay because we can find toilet paper. I I realize that that's funny, but there's some truth to that. It's still very fragile. How do we know it's fragile? The prices are insane. For me to buy just a silly cake mix I could buy a couple years ago for a dollar, they're three fifty now. A box of Bisquick is $10 that was $3 a few years ago. I mean, the insanity with how much things cost tell you that there's fragility in all of this. And and also Mike mentions one of the lame excuses is it's kind of paranoid to prep. Is it paranoid to have car insurance? Is exactly, it paranoid exactly. to have 
homeowner's insurance? Is it paranoid to have health insurance? All prepping is, is a variation of the same idea. It is insurance. The little buddy heater that we bought, you know, they're probably impossible to get right now. Um, and the propane canisters we got for a fifth of what they cost now, um, that is insurance. It is paying a small amount up front that will yield a, an amazing benefit when you really need it. And so one of the best answers to people spouting nonsense like it's paranoid to prep is to ask them, do you have homeowner's insurance? Probably don't use the car insurance example because it's mandated in most states. So that's really a bad example. So to scratch the car insurance example. For sure. Homeowners, absolutely. And so that's a great way to look at it. You see how, may I just say, do you see how this topic of hilarious excuses not to prep is a great platform to launch in to describing why prepping is a good idea. It's, yes. it's, it's kind of awesome. It is. It is. It's good radio. It is good radio. Well, why don't you read Ben Wheeler's next so, comment? Yeah, Ben Wheeler. And again, it's funny. It, you're seeing a theme here. Ben Wheeler says, my mother's is God will protect me. It's expensive. Those people are crazy. Crackpots, conspiracy theorists. Those people are anti-government hicks. Government has a duty to protect and provide for me. This is America. Nothing bad can happen here. Go, Glenn. Oh, my goodness. Well, we've handled the God will protect me part. We've handled the ex it's expensive part. Uh, those people are crazy crackpot conspiracy theorists. Uh, that deserves a little bit more attention. We've been right about everything. Every so-called conspiracy theory, we've been right about. We've been proven right. So when somebody has a track record as good as ours, that's not a good time to question the availability of that. I want to jump back to October 2020. I reference this every now and then. Glenn and I were at, it was the post-COVID month the kind of it was October 2020. Take yourself back there, and we went to the Panhandle Preparedness Expo in North North Idaho, and we were talking about a poll that had just literally come out in the last few days. Glenn Beck did it, and he part. I don't think he mentioned it. I don't think he did it. Yeah, he didn't do it. It was no, a real polling, but it was a statistically yeah, it wasn't correct. Glenn Beck. So uh, talking about how because that was right before the 2020 election, we'd had the summer of love of. Of oh my burning god, down burning the city down, of Seattle yeah, and Portland down and everywhere cities, else. Um, the the Minneapolis uh, riots, and uh, the poll came out saying fifty two to fifty four percent. I want to say right in that people the over half over half of Americans were actively actively prepping because of fears of more supply chain problems, COVID lockdowns, or political violence. So if someone's going to call a prepper a crackpot or start name calling. You're calling the majority of Americans you're, conspiracy You're theorists. in the minority. Yeah. And the lefties love democracy. Absolutely. They think that 50% plus one get their way, which is not true in a constitutional republic, but that's a topic for a different show. So, hey, lefties, if you think that democracy is the way to go and the majority rules, then the majority of people in this country to some extent or another are preppers. So you lose by your own standards. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. And for those who are marginalizing, who are doing, because it's one thing to be, to think in your mind, yeah, I'm not going to be prepping because of all the things we've just said to turn, but then to turn that. And I think this is more rare. This is my opinion. I could be very well wrong. To turn around and name call and marginalize and make fun of people who prep, I think you need to think about not doing that anymore because you're very, very much in the minority right now. In the last two years, more and more people have joined prepping. Um, groups have been actively prepping, subscribing gardening, as patrons to this yep, show, for example, homesteading, creating their own food supply off their property. More and more people are doing that. There's been such an up to ask people who um, work in stores that sell gardening supplies and seeds or sell um, livestock, try to find eggs, try to find chickens, try to find um, animal husbandry supplies. All of those things are hard to find because the majority of Americans are starting to do that in their own backyards. If you haven't started doing that, there's you ha you still have time. I would like to address the mocking standpoint yeah. <laughs> because it, it animates me. Yes, it does. Because I don't like being mocked because I'm not dumb. 
I do not like to be mocked. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not anti-government. We'll talk about that in a moment. I don't like being mocked. And so what you need to adopt, in my opinion, I think a lot of listeners um, are in the same boat as us. We don't like being mocked. You need to adopt what's called the no shrug policy. And this comes from Tom. I forget his last name. He has a great uh, radio show about guns. I, I apologize. I'm blanking. Um, he he started a no shrug policy when people would say stupid anti Second Amendment things. He said in the past he'd just shrug. He didn't want to get into it with them. You know, they would say that uh, Second Amendment's only about duck hunting, and he just kind of shrug. And he 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 changed his approach. He said, "I have a no shrug policy. I'm not just going to shrug and let people spout out stupid stuff because the stakes are too high. It is too important. It is how these stupid urban myths about the Second Amendment being about duck hunting." It's how they they stay alive because nobody challenges them. And he said, be polite. I mean, no shrug doesn't mean punch in the mouth, but have a no shrug policy. And I suggest that when people mock you, dear listener, that you have a no shrug policy. Don't punch them in the face. Be nice, but say things like, what about homeowners insurance? And what about the government's track record of taking care of people? And what about buying stuff when it's cheaper and then being able to use it and saving money. I mean, just don't shrug. Don't let them get away with this. Right. They mock you. They don't like you. And they are easily corrected. You have great arguments. Yes, Go ahead do. and use them. This is the no shrug policy for prep people who are against prepping. Right? Exactly. There you go. So I'm going to go on to the next one. This is from yes. Brian. Um, again, we're going to hear this, <clears throat> the theme. I hear God will provide a lot. I also hear, I want to start right after fill in the blank. <laughs> then, of course, there's that they will take care of us. I have a friend that retired from the Secret Service. He once told me there's the myth of the federal government and the reality of the federal government. Just remember, with all of them, might... All of their might and resource, all of the might and resources of the United States of America took almost 10 years to find and kill Osama bin Laden. I know that locally there are no FEMA camps. There are no supply caches or anything. The closest thing there is to a FEMA warehouse is a Safeway distribution center that has been taken over. The only problem is there is no supply of manpower to secure things like food distribution centers or fuel distribution centers, even if local law enforcement completely forgot about dealing with law enforcement, completely forget dealing with law enforcement. There are really are insufficient resources in my area to secure those critical distribution centers. Amen to all of that. Amen to all of that. When you think about what government can and can't do and how fragile it is and how much more fragile it's become under the current administration, especially our military and National Guard, yes, please prep. Yes, well said. Can't add anything to it, but I can add what Julia has to say. Yes. And she says one of the hilarious excuses not to prep is she says, I hear if it's going to be that bad where there is no food in the stores and no working law enforcement, I won't want to survive. To which I think, want to bet? That survival instinct will kick in and you will do all you can to survive, no doubt. I have a personal experience with the survive survival instinct. And that is, I'll give you the short version of the story. When I came off the ventilator where I had a 20% chance of living. COVID a year ago. Yeah. I, uh, for new listeners, um, I, uh, I, I was kind of okay. This is the very short version. I was kind of okay with dying. You were okay. It wasn't kind of. I was okay with dying because I'm going to heaven and I'm going to be with Jesus and, and uh, ancestors and all that. It's going to be glorious. But I had an obligation to Shelby to uh, live a full life and, and not, you know, leave her in the cold. And so I went into the ventilator being okay with dying. And when I came off that ventilator, I cannot express to you in words how strong my will to survive was. I even thought this is the funny story because the funniest stories are the ones where Glenn looks stupid, right? And in this one, I definitely look stupid. I uh, I saw a doctor when I came off the ventilator and I still had a do not resuscitate thing on my arm. And I wanted to make sure there there was no communication mistake and that they knew that I did indeed want to live and uh, I told the doctor, if you kill me, I'll kill you. Uh, I apologize because that's kind of uncool. I was on a lot of Dilaudid about a quart I had in me. Well, and you were so 
entangled with every machine in that hospital. Like, what oh, yeah. What are you going to do? I was in no position to throw kill a, anybody. Throw a urinal cup at him? <laughs> I mean, geez. So, well, that, that paints a mental picture. So this, this survival instinct thing, I, I can't think of a better example of going from zero to 60 on a survival instinct yeah. than my COVID experience. And you will want to live because you were hardwired to do it. You will want to live to help other people. You will want to live for your kids. And this idea that you're just going to curl up and die, there will be people that oh, do yeah, it, there will. but you're not listening to this show. If you have the curl up and die mentality, the, the weakness. You checked out in the first half of the show. You, you're, you're never going to listen yeah. to this show. You're one of the people giving these dumb excuses. You're not one of the listeners to this show. So ask yourself this. I mean, I think about what's happening in Ukraine. Major collapse there, mm-hmm. a war-torn collapse, political, blah, blah, blah. There are Ukrainians right now that are, that if, I bet if we had asked them a few years ago, they might, one of them or a handful of, some of them might have said this very thing. I'll tell you what they're fighting for their lives right now. That will to live is instinctual. You will want to live. It's up to you, the quality of how you live. One of the things that is counterintuitive when it comes to collapses and calamities, this is a fascinating topic. I'll give you just the short version of it. And that is... There was a study in World War II where they took, they used as their pool of people the depressed who had a, a, a record of being depressed and suicide attempts and all of this. They wanted to see how they would fare during the war, and in particular, the Battle of Britain when London was being bombed. It was absolutely Very horrible. hopeless. Very hopeless. People were living in subways and all of this other stuff, kind of like Ukraine, which yeah. is what made me think of it. They found something amazing. They found that a bunch of medically, clinically depressed people found purpose in the calamity. They were fire wardens. They were nurses. They were volunteering for the military. They were doing all these things. People find purpose in calamity. And that is something that is counterintuitive that we're all going to witness with our own eyes. And it's going to give a lot of people a reason to live. Yep, absolutely. So we have about a minute. I'm, I have a couple of quick ones here. Um, Uh, The next one, Julia, has she has a couple more to add to that. Quote, it will never happen here, though this is becoming less popular than it was prior to 2020. Yep, uh, it is happening here. The next one, yeah, inflation is bad, but it's been bad before. We've always made it through. No need to panic. This is unprecedented inflation. And we're going to wrap up on this one. Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, just a couple of quick thoughts here. Um, The inflation we've had in the past in the 70s, we didn't have a $31 trillion debt. Uh, inflation is a huge problem when you've got to finance day to day, week to week and month to month. The federal government has to find people to buy treasury notes so we can make our payments to our creditors. And so when you've got that much debt and you've got high interest rates, which is to say high inflation, it costs like the entire military budget every year to just pay the interest. That's the difference. You cannot compare the 70s to now when it comes to inflation because of the budget deficit. End of topic. Absolutely. And and right now, our current federal government has no concern over it as well. So that being said, folks, it's time to go into the after show. As we say every week, failing to prepare is preparing to fail from one of our founding fathers, Benjamin Franklin. Folks, have a great week. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.